Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sandspence Radio. For the fifth time in five weeks, I'm not sure that my heart's beating. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, How Goods Footy. Jesus Christ. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Are you okay? No. (laughs) What are they doing to you? So earlier in the season, we were joking about like the Gold Coast, in fact, being the cardiac kids and because they were winning by (laughs) ridiculous margins. Yeah. um, Essendon, on the other hand, have now gone five weeks in a row, five wins, none of them convincing. Well, two games clear of the eight. And I can't remember the last time we comfortably won. Actually, I think it was when we beat Carlton, which was probably like 11 rounds ago at this point. <laughs> what was the margin there? Was that comfortable? 40 points. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, crew, like relax in the last quarter, kind of comfortable. Yeah, it was like, there was no point. Where this has been, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm sick now as well, and I can only assume that's because my immune system's low due to the amount of heart palpitations I've had. Yeah, body's been working overtime to keep your heart beating. Yeah. Do you know, isn't it like science says that your heart has like a set number of beats and when it runs out, you die? <laughs> what? Are you fucked? I yes. am. I definitely am. <laughs> I can't even relax when Brisbane's up by like a healthy margin. This has been the most stressful fucking <laughs> period of my life probably. Yeah, probably. And they're doing well. Yeah. Well, no, because when you're getting smashed every week, you're not stressed because you're normally out of it by half time. I feel kind of like Hawkeye in um, in Endgame, where he's like crying out in the rain, and a character gives him a bit of hope, and he like tells her, "Don't give me hope." I feel like that character's Chris Fagan, and I'm Hawkeye. Because <laughs> fucking hell, third, mate, third. You were equal first. Yep. You're now equal second. If it wasn't for bloody North Melbourne, we'd still be second probably. But even even if that margin had been closer, yeah, because it's only point. They're only ahead of you by like point point four or five. Four. Yeah, it's it's tight. It's tight at the top, and that's that's for like you will play one another first week of finals. Guaranteed, it'll be. Oh, I wouldn't guarantee. It. Yeah, Brisbane. I cannot I fathom just, Brisbane finishing lower than fifth though, but that's a possibility. I, the Giants are close-ish, and their percentage is huge. And Richmond have run. Uh, uh, have turned it on. Yeah. Yep. 
I just really hope that we go to the Gabba and not Perth for that game. That'd be good. I really like that the idea is kind of building that we are going to that game. <laughs> At the Gabba. I love it. Uh, no, it's very possible. Well, the head of this company barracks from West Coast, so makes sense to go. This isn't a promise, but it's a look. The rather, door- I'd rather go to Brisbane than fucking Perth. I mean, same. It's one, it's Perth. Two, it's Perth. At least Brisbane's got, like, movie world as well. So if the footy goes bad, we could go on some roller coasters. (laughs) Go on them anyway. Yeah. Yeah, obviously. Call up Robbo, invite him. He'll fucking love it. (laughs) Hey, Robbo, do you want to come to to movie world? I'm already there. (laughs) (laughs) I've got your tickets already. So I'm just looking back through Essendon's wins. Mm. Did you see the thing uh, where... That someone's gone through and been like they've increased their winning margin by t- like their final score by ten over the last, the last four, four weeks. weeks. Yeah, it's so good. You know how I knew I se- I saw that, Tom. I sent it to you. <laughs> uh, we're all sick and delirious. Yeah, yeah. and we're on a roast trinity again. We're on a roast trinity. We we are the trinity's been coming. How many is that this year? Oh, heaps. Too many. The fact that we didn't have Love one it. last year, and now we've been a glutton for. And we just had so many. And my like, dad went early too. Yeah, which is dangerous. <laughs> Massive, Massive early. He's like, yeah, well, I was going to do it Sunday and we then weren't going to have time on Sunday. So I thought, oh, I'll just cook it on Saturday for Brisbane. I respect, I respect the arrogance when, mm. it, when it comes through. I was like, ooh, dad. I actually uh, drafted believed. a tweet and didn't send it. Oh, so did I. Against, <laughs> against Terrence? Yeah. So did I. <laughs> yeah. Terrence, if you're I, listening, you're very lucky. <laughs> I thought about it and went, nah, nah, we'll give him this one. And he might, he could, it was for you because your team had won. And when, when I... I, like I spoke to him today about it, and I was like, um, "Hey, Terence, um, you were pretty early." He goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, but you know, we had we had two out of one, uh, two out of three. I'm like, "No, no, they didn't." He goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "Dad, Geelong and Essendon were the last two games of the round." Oh, oh, we just had the one then. Yeah. Oh, all right, <laughs> it's all right. I like to think of Terence like raising a roast potato up in the air and going Ficano. <laughs> <laughs> for Brisbane. <laughs> As he's, as he's carving into the meat, he's just humming the Brisbane. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, it's great. Essendon have had two big wins all season. When was when was your last like comfortable six goal? Put your feet up. Um, so just double checking, it was. I'm pretty sure it was the game against Carlton, which was yeah, round eleven, second of June. <laughs> we won by 41 points. It's been a stressful month. Jesus. So, yeah. Okay. So like. Anzac Day onwards. We lost Anzac Day by four points. That was stressful. That was stressful. That was, yep. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And the week before that was when we pumped Kangaroos by 58 points. That's our biggest win of the year. Oh, so, that yeah. was the Easter Monday one. That was, yeah. Probably killed Brad Scott's career that day. Yeah, yeah. I think we did. Um, so, yeah, lost to Colby by four points. Lost to Geelong by 32. Like, yeah, that's a comfortable win against us. Lost to Sydney by five points. Stressful. Yep. Controversial. 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 Do you know, we just, just, this reminds me that, and we might talk about more in the game, but now we talk about how, like, Dane Rampey just does weird shit and gets yeah. weird injuries. He's got a fucking weird injury now. His eyes bleeding. That's got, no good. So he got hit in the head with a ball and he had blurred vision, but then it cleared and he was okay to play. And then when he got home from the game, he's like, like a, a vessel. Yeah, then that eye. happens. Um, mm. Happened to Lockie Neal a few weeks ago. I think he got clipped in the eye. And they, you know, came back on, but then the next day his eyes had like blood in it. Oh, wasn't it the Port Adelaide game? It was the Port game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they Probably terrorized him. It's when Dermy like gave him shit for coming off the field. Yeah. And then the next day, he sent him a photo of his bloodied eye and be like, "Yep, that was it. <laughs> Fuck off, Dermy." Round nine, Essendon beat Freo by seven points. Very stressful. Yeah. Freo had come back. Yeah. Very stressful. Uh, 
Round 10, game. we lost to uh, Richmond. Again, 30 points, not stressful. Carlton, round 11, comfortable win. Then a, then the bye. I could relax for a week. Could you, though? No. We beat Hawthorne by 19 points the week after the bye. So, yeah, but I feel like that was a late 19 points. Like, I feel like it was a close game all game. Uh, no. We were up by 39 points in the last quarter. And they started to pull you yeah. in. Yeah. That's stressful. They, they kicked four goals in a row. Stress. Uh, big, big stress energy. We lost to West Coast. Then we get beat GWS by six points. Ooh. Beat Sydney by ten points. Beat North Melbourne by five points. Shit. Beat Adelaide by 21 points, but come from behind. But, yeah, and from like over five there. Down. Yeah. Uh, and then this weekend, we beat Gold Coast Suns by 10 points, which seems like, oh, yeah, not too bad. We kicked the last two goals with 35 seconds to go. Yep. And they were you you called them back too because at one point I remember checking the score and you were like five goals down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. kicked one goal and they kicked like big five or stress. six. <laughs> Boys, let's go reverse. Let's let's do goal. So we'll start. We'll start with that. Start okay. With that one. So I just want to sum up saying Essendon are currently eleven wins, one hundred and four one hundred and four percent sitting comfortably seventh. No convincing wins. Two games clear in the eight though. Yep. Yeah, you're in. Got to win one more, I think. Yeah. No, no, I think you're in because Port lost, Adelaide lost. Oh, I, 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 the Bulldogs are still lurking around, aren't they? Adelaide and Bulldogs. Uh, uh, Adelaide's fucked. They're fucked. The, they're both on nine wins, though. Doggies, I think, have the toughest draw out of any team. Though. And their percentage is cooked. They are playing four top eight teams in the last month. Jeez. Including us. But I, a big part of me... A big part of me wants the Adelaide versus Bulldogs game in the final round to, to be do, for finals. Yeah, decide yeah. who plays. There is a chance, a huge chance that happens. At the moment, it would. St Kilda are also gaining ground. Uh, St Kilda, Frio, Hawthorne, and Port are all on eight wins. Oh, no. Western Bulldogs and Adelaide are on nine, and then Essendon and Co- Essendon, Collingwood, and GWS are on eleven. That's bizarre to me. I think the Giants have a softish run. Well, like they've they, got a reasonable they, run. they could win four games. And Essendon play all of the teams that are floating around their position. Because <laughs> we just we just beat Adelaide. Yep. We've still got to play Port, Fremantle, Doggies, and Collingwood. Geelong are a game and percentage clear on top. Yep. yep. Brisbane are two games clear of GWS. So we're two games safe in the top four. Yeah, you're, you're four a, games left. You're a game. You're, you're, you're one game. You and West Coast are on the same. And Rich- Richmond is one win behind that. One win behind you guys. I think Brisbane have to win three to lock in top four because I think the Giants might win four games and their percentage is better than ours. Yeah, but you've also, that's, that's banking on Richmond not dropping a game for the rest of the year either. Uh, I reckon, I reckon. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I reckon because, and Richmond, yes, they're playing at home, but they've got like. You've got Melbourne next week. They got, that, that's an easy win. But then you've they've got Carlton. That's not an easy win anymore. Carlton are a different, a different they've got prospect. West Coast. Then they've got the West Coast. Who they West got Coast after Coast. that, Dusha? Brisbane. <laughs> Brisbane versus Richmond could be for top four. Or it could be for top of the ladder. It could be for top two. Like This season is big. I love it. You know how they do the rolling fixture for the final one? Yep. There is only two games in that fixture that I think could get prime time Friday night. Collingwood-Essendon or Brisbane-Richmond. I think they'll probably give it to Collingwood-Essendon. but no, Give it to Brisbane. Brisbane-Richmond. Because Brisbane... 
don't get Friday night games because no. they've been dog shit. They, 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 give I mean, them the reward for having an entertaining game. Although, what is actually well, depends what day they play on the week before. No, so Essendon, Collingwood, Brisbane, and uh, you're probably a bit fucked because Richmond are playing on the Sunday. I won't happen there. But we'll, the other three teams are all playing Saturday. We'll get Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. Saturday night. I reckon you get geek. Saturday night. So S- oh, Essendon, Collingwood, Friday night. Uh, that could decide fifth. The um the Bulldogs Adelaide game might end up on Friday night because that could be deciding. I don't think. Do or they, no, no, does that go no, last? No, it won't be. That goes last. That game. Tom, I don't think it can be unless they've put in lights down at Mars. Oh, is it a Mars? It's yeah, a Mars. Yeah. Okay. Imagine. Oh, imagine a fucking Ballarat game on a Friday night. That'd be- <laughs> It'd be freezing. Jesus, you would die. I don't think they have the lights to do it. No, nah, probably not. Anyway, we should talk about this week some more. So in reverse order, Essendon. 10 points. One by 10 points. But we shouldn't have, like, it got to a point where we should not have won. Essendon uh, got absolutely murdered in the rock, like murdered. And you played a ruckman this week. Yeah, we had Zach Clark. So, again, he did the same thing that he did against, uh, who was it? Might have been North, actually. Where he did nothing, and then in the last, in the third quarter, he lifted. And then the fourth quarter, he was kind of there. Yeah, uh, we had Jake Stringer in the middle, which ended up that that won you the game. Yeah, well, swinging a big man forward also won us the game. Well, no, no. What I mean is though, you were you're getting smashed around the contest. They yeah. put Stringer. Stringer on the ball so that there was because he's because he's quick and he's big. Yeah, yeah. He's got a bit of grunt and Fisher. he likes laying tackles. You know what I like about Essendon. Uh, it's very rare, I think. Not a lot of teams have two like huge X Factor players. Yeah, and you've got Tipper and Stringer. Yeah, who just win you games. Like, what about that fucking sidestep from Tipper? Oh, with about thirty seconds to go, <laughs> yeah. he fucking that guy. That opposition player's ankles exploded. <laughs> they did. They absolutely He'll never sh- walk again. No. <laughs> That's why, if you watch the footage, he's lying on the ground for a long time. Yeah, but it's 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 a, like he just burns. He, the fact that he gets into space. Mm. Stringer kicked four goals. McKernan kicked four goals. Mitch Brown kicked three goals. <sighs> Has Mitch Brown played every game this year? No. No, he, he got injured in, on Anzac Day. Yeah, he broke his wrist on Anzac Day. He was so, out for six weeks. He's not going to win the best and fairest then, unfortunately. No, but he give him the give him like a clubman. What's like your, your best bloke at the footy club award? Give it to Mitch <laughs> Brown. Give him the Matty Lloyd award. Is Ooh. that what it's called? <laughs> no, nah, it wouldn't be. No, that'd be, that'd be biggest piece of shit. <laughs> it'd be... As as if as if the best bloke at the club is not called the Scotty Lucas Medal. Oh. <laughs> Rename it to the mid. We talk about Voss Lucas from forty five. The Ramanascus. Oh, oh. We talk about Voss from fifty five, mm. but Lucas on the left. Oh, from sixty five, sixty five, and beyond. You could not trust Scotty Lucas directly in front, forty meters out, but give him the ball outside fifty. Give it to him on the wing. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that, Stringer. Yeah. Like Stringer. That goal from the square. That was huge. That was just like the final cherry on a delicious Sunday for our, the final. Che- no, hang on. The final um, time, it's like sprig of time on our roast. <laughs> so yeah, basically what it came down to. So both teams also had a six goal last quarter. Mm. That's big. That was That's huge for the Suns too. Suns. What a lot of people had predicted happened where they just really turned it on. They must have sensed that like Essendon were a team that they could have beaten. We have a lot of injuries at the moment. And we've had a lot of hard wins. Yeah. A lot of battered bodies out there. Um, yeah. And Suns played really, really well. Uh, stressfully well. They got to 27 points up. Essendon then kicked six goals in a row. 
we so we hit the lead just before three quarter time. Then they came out and kicked the next two. Then we kicked four. Then it was like one apiece, and then they then kicked four, and then we kicked two. And we kicked those last two with 35 seconds to go. Uh, so a minute, a minute 40, we're down by a couple of points, four points. The ball's in their att- just outside their attacking 50. Yep. Shield gets it. Oh. Oops. Actually, remind me about Shield's goal was also fucked. Oh, the one where as he's getting tackled, he just stuck his foot out. <laughs> uh, so it was Tipper's free kick and the ball was kind of loose and it was a free kick to Tipper because he'd been held, but he kind of crashed into Shield and Shield just stuck his foot out and kicked it. And, and I was like, eh, play on. <laughs> Advantage. The ball bounced straight up and then landed and rolled forward into the goal. Oh. It was huge. I'm just looking back through the chat. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking wild with like a couple of minutes ago. I think Gold Coast got back in front and then Douche is just, this is, everything in this chat is like caps lock. <laughs> Douche has gone, fuck. I've gone, Jesus. Douche has gone, oh no, oh no. I've gone, oh my God, Joel. I said, don't panic. And you were like, Sean, fuck. And I said, you've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> and then you complained about, oh, the despicable fucking oh, the oh, goal decision. The goal decision. I'll tell you what, Gil was sweating bullets, and then when he hooker kicked that goal, and then Stringer kicked that other one, Gil was like, oh, "Thank fucking God." He gave a quiet uh, off-camera fist pump. I yeah, think. just very. You yeah. couldn't see it because the shirt if sleeve had a- <laughs> was over his hand. <laughs> like, and again, that decision wasn't right at the end of the game. And if it was called a goal, then. But it was infuriating for a couple of reasons because Mitch Brown was right there and saw it go over, and he like looked at the player and was like, "Don't worry, it went through." And then so he just wasn't paying attention, but the Gold Coast players just burned him because mm. he wasn't running. Yeah. No. But yeah, that was like a And then he pointed at like pointed at the screen and it's like, well no, they don't they don't review the goal because yeah. the umpire didn't call a goal. No, no or one called anything. No one called anything. It was just play on. Yep. It was It was so clearly over the line. <laughs> it was the umpire was right there. Yeah, I I reckon he may have been blocked by one of the No, he shit himself, Tom. He wasn't blocked. Clear vision. It's a hard It'll game to umpire. It's a hard game to umpire. He panicked. And he I thought, mean, I think I can get away with this one. <laughs> and he couldn't. And he couldn't. It was so like it was like it was like the whole football. The whole football was the over the line. Mm. I mean, you can't really blame Gill for that one. It's no. not like it was a score of due fault. It was the umpire in court, so the field umpire in court, so it just played on. And, and yeah, so it never went upstairs. They didn't even look at it because it wasn't. Yeah, they weren't even looking. I reckon confidence gets you. A bit of the way in footy sometimes. And I reckon because Gold Coast like, yep, and then just like ran off with it. There was no hesitation from them whatsoever. So and the there was umpire. no hesitation from the umpire then. It's like when people kick goals and it's like when someone touches it and the umpire's like, no, it's a goal. And they're like, no, it's touched. And the umpire's like, oh, we'll, we'll review it. And it's like nowhere near being touched. But yeah. hey. There was a similar bad one in the Port Adelaide Giants game. Did you see that one? Where <laughs> the ball got carried over by a player. But it didn't 100% cross the line. but they And then Port were like clearing it. So he fought off the handball. They were going to clear it out of the 50. The umpire called it back because he called it behind. Yep. Then they did a score review. And then he looked. It didn't cross the line. So the umpire's like, oh, what do we do? So they just did a ball up in the back pocket. Surely you give the ball back to Port. They didn't do that. And from the ball up, Giants kicked a goal. Whoa, Giants w- win the game by one point. <laughs> no wonder why Gil was shitting himself when it almost happened <laughs> yeah. again. Anyway, I just want to talk about the last two minutes real Sorry. quick and we yeah, can move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minute 40, ball's just outside the attacking 50 on their wing, basically. What's Wusha done? Wusha, Wusha, he's like, we've been here before. <laughs> Crisis move. 
Big man hooker, you're in the forward. Crazy decision considering the ball, like where the ball currently is. But also considering how many close wins we've had, Essendon are fucking ice cold. That just fucking oh, they are the ice in their veins. <laughs> well, so is your coach. Every time they show him on the bench, no emotion. He's no. just like yeah. when uh, when when Hooker kicked that goal, everyone on the bench jumped, and he was just like, yeah, because he what? fucking knows. He, he knows like, that was me. Oh, I did that. <laughs> As if like Hooker's a backman. The fact that you can just trust him to kick the winning goal with thirty seconds left is insane. Anyway, Shield clears the ball, gets it to Tipper. Tipper. Dodges a tackle, breaks some ankles. <laughs> like they're not broke. They're not recovering. That no. man no, has no legs now. We, we, you'll never. I don't know who the player was, but he'll never play again. Yeah, again. his ankles with the shoes on are still on the ground, <laughs> yeah. just, just smoking. <laughs> they went straight to hell. They burned through the earth. <laughs> Tipper, <sighs> just a lovely pass straight to a leading hooker. Forty-five out directly in front. Thirty seconds to go. Kicks it. Crowd go wild. I celebrate and then remember that there's 30 seconds left. And with the 666 rule, that is not a guarantee. And Gold Coast have also been here before. <laughs> yes. They love a cheeky win. <laughs> but uh, do you know who loves a cheeky goal from fucking 80 meters out? <laughs> Jake Stringer, who uh, got the clearance, had a shot, went through. Yep. Sealed it. The Sealed sealer. It. The sealer. He, was, he kicked it from the square. Like, yeah, it's uh so on this app it shows where they kick the goals from. So like hooker you can see from there. Yep. Uh so with stringers, it's so far back that there's not actually a blip on the map. Fucking hell. That's very funny. So Dush, you watched it at the pub. Yes. Was it a pro Essendon crowd? Yeah. So uh, I found a nice footy pub where like the outdoor area, which is usually I guess reserved for smoking, turns into like a really rowdy area when the footy's on. So like people go to this pub to like barrack for the football. Like a lot of people in like garments and things, I guess. So like a lot of scarves, a lot of beanies. Oh yes. I often wear garments when I go places. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Um, no, he's got you there, douche. That was fucked. <laughs> oh, lot footy of, garments. A lot of people in clothes. A lot of people in football attire. Supporter what? gear. Yes. Yeah. Scarves, yeah. beanies. Come on, mate. Also Scar- pants, t-shirts, shoes. F- through context, that made perfect sense. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> So I was there with my Mitch Brown badge. My friend was wearing her Essendon scarf. A lot of people. There was a guy. Look, shout out to this guy at the pub. Someone towards the back of the area away from the TV had perfected the t- just yelling tipper <laughs> with like the right amount of like panic and just like, just like a lot of tipper. <laughs> That's that is not that is not what I thought that that yell would sound like. <laughs> no, I'd be like tipper. <laughs> Jesus. Like any time he got near the ball? Yeah. Yeah. It was like every time he was yelling his name, it felt like the tipper was about to do like something, like a clutch play. Yeah. What's, <laughs> and how did he go when he broke that guy's feet? Uh, the guy yelled, <clears throat> He's dead. Tipper! Tipper! Oh my God! Yes! <laughs> um, now, follow-up question. Yep. Was that guy you? <laughs> no, but... Next week will probably be me. <laughs> Fucking hell. I just can't believe that. Like, he's, Gold Coast. He's, play- he, he's, Dusha aspires to be him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was massive. Uh, the pub then burst into the Essendon theme song when we won. Oh, amazing. Oh, uh, what you want. There it's was lots of high fives, of. hugging. Oh, Again, that's two weeks in a row I've had a footy hug. <sighs> Fucking can't wait to hug strangers when we go up to the Gabba. <laughs> 
I can't wait to be uh, Tom. Are you excited to be an undercover Brisbane supporter, <laughs> mate? Yes. <laughs> I covert line. Yeah, I'm gonna wear a scarf, and then like people look at me, and then I wink and say Vossy from Fifty Five. Oh, and they'll know. Jesus. Oh no, mate! I'm wearing a glove. Just one. Not <laughs> <laughs> <all> wear gloves. <laughs> Just one. Are you guys? Um, someone's like, oh, so Michael, no, oh, Michael Jackson conference is in town, and then <laughs> we're getting bullied, and then a man from the other side is like, no, 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 I'm in town, and there he is. He's right there. Give if, us all a high five. If we all wear gloves, though, we've all got to stand 55 meters apart. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick beers to each other. <laughs> all right. So in reverse order, the next. The game before this was uh, the Sydney-Geelong game. Sydney um, gave you a scare for the first half. They did. Look. Less I, of a scare than Gold Coast gave us, but still a scare. A, a scare. I cooked. Boys, I don't know. This may come as a shock to both of you. Yes, Tom. Uh, but there are a couple of things I can't do. Uh, math uh, and use a calendar correctly. Yeah. Um, You've done this before. I've done. Um, look, yeah. So I. Do you get times mixed up or your days mixed up? Days. Fuck I got my weeks actually mixed up. Oh, Jesus. So I thought that the Sydney game was the Sunday game and the Frio game next week. No, sorry. You saw, they thought the Sydney-Geelong game was a Saturday, Saturday and that the Frio game was... Tom. Yeah. What year is it? 2019. Good. He's I all right. I had to think about that for a bit. <laughs> Too long, I would say. <laughs> well, yes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so I missed the first half. Which was good because the first half was garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got the radio. No, sorry. I got the radio for some of the sort of second quarter and then got to watch the second half, which was so much better. Uh, and we won convincingly. And while we weren't like flying, we weren't off. If that makes sense. So basically we flexed our muscles when we needed to and then – Played conservatively when we needed to. We we controlled the flow of the game from about halftime onwards because it was scores were level at halftime, um, and it was like, oh, geez, this is going to be a bit of a. And then Geelong just came out in the third quarter. Um, speaking of coaching masterstrokes, just doing different things. Uh, Chris Scott was like, "You're not doing much forward, Gaz. You've had two kicks. Uh, I think at one point he had zero fantasy points despite having two disposals. So read into that." What you will. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, he. Uh, so halfway through the second quarter, he'd had one touch and zero effective disposals. Yeah, he was he was having a shocker up forward, couldn't get near it. So start of the third quarter, Scott put him on the ball. In like the first five minutes, he'd had four touches and laid three tackles. Well, he had nineteen touches in the second half. Yeah, he went bananas. So he should. It what was great. In that? I wonder what happened in that first half. He was he just wasn't getting near it. Wasn't coming in. So he then moved up onto the ball. So he didn't want it. Wasn't hungry. Just, he went into halftime, got his little Bible out, had a read, supercharged. Do you reckon he was upset because it was on a Sunday he mitch, missed church? That's what they did at halftime. <laughs> they, did a, they did a service at halftime because he'd missed church. Someone pulls the Bible Someone out. Someone pulls the Bible out and they were like, no, nah, mate, we'll get around you. Um, tell you who else was on. Tommy Hawkins is he, back. He kicked five. Fuck, he was a hungry boy. Kicked five, just looked like... The, I think listening to sort of people talk about it and seeing stuff, I think this sort of slump in form over the last few weeks it has been not necessarily because we've been found out, but I think 
like like heavier training blocks, almost like another preseason for like finals it happens at this time of year usually. Sounds like an excuse. Um, but I, I they played a lot better. They lifted. Uh, Scott Selwood came back in, played a very good game, just got in and under. We murdered them in the ruck. Mm. Um, we murdered them in the clearances. We just couldn't get that to turn into scores until after halftime. Uh, and then we got going. Danger got, got got on the end of a couple. Duncan got on the end of a couple. Kelly had a good game. Our back line continues to be wonderful. And uh, food is pretty good. Just on the training loads, where does that information come from? Is that through the club that they've said that? or uh, They were they were literally saying it during the coverage of the game, yeah. one of the one of the the banjo riders like clubs often at this point in year a year okay. if they so know it's speculation rather than Chris Scott hasn't come out. I guess they wouldn't, would they? No, they wouldn't. No. Oh, there was an interesting moment though in this game. Mm. The end of the game, um, Chris Scott uh, came down to the bench and was talking to the umpires and it was quite a heated conversation. And the commentator's like, "Oh, geez, oh, we want to know what's going on there." I will ask him in the press conference. <clears throat> and Gilbert, the man, uh, was the boundary rider, mm. and uh, he's like, "Oh no, I'll um, I'll ask him." Because oh. he was right there. So Chris Scott's just had a massive argument, like not an argument, but a heated conversation with the the umpire on the bench. Yeah. And then has – Was play happening at this point? No, this is the end of the game. Oh, okay, Ooh. end of the game. Yeah, yeah. So with a minute to go, the the emergency umpire was talking to the Swans bench for like five minutes for the last like few minutes of play. Yeah. Um, and kept going back and forth talking to them. And Chris Scott was like looking around confused and then went down and spoke to him. So Gilbert comes over. Gilbert was shitting himself. <laughs> he goes over and he's like, um, "Oh, for Chris, um, what, what was uh, what was going on there, mate?" Like, <laughs> but was like, Chris Scott had that look, yeah, that yeah. Chris Scott look, and Gilbert was like, oh, "I've seen what you've done to yeah. people." When he you've was looking at look. Gilbert like he was Nick Revolt's injured child. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> he's licked his lips, um, and he was like, "No, it wasn't anything." Which I just wanted to seek clarification. Uh, we'd believed from our coaching box that Sydney had had 90 rotations and then had a, had an, had another one when oh. they shouldn't have been able to. And then I thought the umpire had come over to tell them they'd gone over their interchange cap, but then the player stayed out there. And I just found out from the umpire that we didn't realise, but when Rampy got hit in the head, he went off under a concussion test. Oh, so it doesn't count. So it doesn't count as a rotation. Uh, it was a medical. Bit petty, isn't it, from Chris Scott? Well, I think his concern was that something, something, either something had happened, and they were allowed to have an extra player out there, and don't fucking do that. And yep. you know, the reason we have an interchange cap and an interchange steward is because Sydney fucked up a couple of years ago and had two extra players on the ground at a crucial time in the North, in that North Melbourne game a few years ago. Like this is years ago, and they brought in mm. the gates, the interchange gates. Yep. Um, I think that's everything from this game. Oh, yeah, a couple of. The Salwood brothers were uh, trying to outdo each other. One had 24 touches, one had 23, both kicked a goal. They had a very good day together. Yeah. It was um, a good day to be a Salwood. Good day to be a Salwood. I like, I like having two Salwoods in the team because you know that if like someone goes after Joel, Scott will fucking kill him later. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> like just brothers in teams is good. It's the best. Oh, it's so good. I wish, Mark, oh, get bloody uh, Cameron to Brisbane, please. <laughs> Jared and Charlie, oh. just get them celebrating together. Yeah, imagine how many motorbikes will be ridden. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! They'll, like he, he'll do the rev, and his brother will like hop in a little sidecar <laughs> next to him. <laughs> imagine that celebration! Oh, oh shit! I love a good celebration. Um, the other players who played really well, Clark had another really good game. Mark O'Connor had yep. a had an awesome game in in our backline. So, um, there was one. 
thing, for, a couple of things just from a Sydney perspective. Jordan Dawson, you're talking about breaking ankles on the Gold Coast. He kicked a fucking huge goal. He broke three. He <laughs> sold candy three times in a row and could have gone a fourth time but decided to kick it. Yeah, like, do you know what was reminiscent of? Tipper. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was the same goal, basically. Yeah, it was it, huge. It was very, very uh, good. Dawson saw that Tipper opening a candy store had been lucrative for Essendon business. Yep. So uh, Dawson tried it for Sydney. Yeah. And then uh, Geelong were like, nah, get fucked. Close your candy store. What happened to Papley? Did he go down? No, he just played dog shit. Yeah, you know why? <laughs> Four touches. Yeah, the human on? had the human backpack. Who was playing on it? Jed Buse. Oh, Busey. Good job because he's, he's the danger man. He's the danger man. As Buse played on him and I think O'Connor spent time on him as well. That's the thing that our back line has played so many games together. Mm. And so the way our, the way it works, our setup works is that we actually have seven defenders in our yep. team. One starts on the bench and, but because they're all big, the big guys are all mobile and the small guys can all actually play tall. Our defense is very versatile. It's, yep. it's, it's good. Oh, one more thing. Yep. Do you know who I love and who's, who had some very like, some very nice passions as a play. There's uh, a man laid a big tackle, and his name is Asava Radigalea, and he put, I don't know which Swans player it was, but he put him to bed. He tucked him in. He gave him a little kiss on the <laughs> cheek. He, so the Swans are running out of defense, and he's gone to like do the handball to kind of draw a play to him. And then as the player like ran off him, he was like, oh, I'm not going to do the handball. Oh, I sold some candy. Did not see that from the right-hand side, a Mack truck was just bearing down on him. <laughs> Sav just... Put him in the ground. He's looking very exciting. Oh, it's good. He's like nearly there, isn't he? Well, well, that's the thing. Like he did some things where like he didn't mark the ball. Like there was a fucking awesome goal that Hawkins kicked where he just weaved around two and snapped it. Where the reason he got that ball is because he didn't jump. Sav leapt and all the defenders went with Sav because he's so big and he brought the ball to ground and Hawkins crumbed it. I fucking love it. It's good. He's just got the feel that in the finals he's just going to explode. I feel like like it, he's just going to come second in the Norm Smith medal voting or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could happen. Yeah. Um, are you still nervous about playing Richmond potentially at the MCG? Oh, I'm. I'm. Uh, yes, because I'm looking at the draw and I I just feel that while there may be some movement, I think those positions are pretty locked. So that. Oh. I think Whoa, I think it's Tom, not locked, Tom. Tom, that Tom. could be very 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 fucked. Because if the ladder finishes the way it is now. Mm. Geelong play Richmond, and if you lose that, you'll have like, yeah, is it GWS or Adelaide or what? Nah, we'd have it at home. Oh yeah, it would be your home game. Yeah, uh, no, they would have Collingwood or Essendon. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> yeah, no, we would, and it would be so again. We'd be playing it at the MCG, so we wouldn't get any home finals, despite finishing first potentially. Straight I'm 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 very worried about having to play Richmond at the MCG. But then the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Nah, fuck it. If we have to play in the MCG, it'll just be so much better when we fucking beat them. Geelong, they're taking steps. They're training at yep. the MCG now. We are. Yep. That would coming be coming a bit earlier to train. Fucking hell, Tom! You lose to Richmond, then you have Essendon at the MCG. Dude, that's big for you, douche. Because if you win, then you've got to go to the Gabber and face Brisbane. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I did I'm losing a lot of friends. Did I not tell you that I did a ladder predictor at some point during the week where I had Essendon made the top four uh, and. Basically, friendships were being put to the test the whole final series. So Brisbane finished second and Geelong finished on top. Essendon finished fourth. So first final is Geelong-Essendon at the MCG. The winner of that 
gets a week off. That's all. That's all fine. The loser would have to go the long way and probably have and play Brisbane in a prelim in Brisbane to make the grand final, which if the other team got through the prelim would result in a grand final against a How Good's Footy Grand Final. A How Good's Footy Grand Final. Fucking hell. Are we just going to move to Brisbane for three weeks in September? <laughs> Record live from Brisbane. You don't need to move there for three weeks, mate. You, don't, you only have to play two games up there. You'll be right. Yeah, no, but the three-week period. What are we can do in that second week when the games are in week off. Go to fucking movie world, mate. Movie world, dream with Robbo. Yeah, with Robbo. <laughs> um, well, Geelong have gone to Perth already. Yeah, I like the move. So, um, and this is the thing: like, we're at a stage now. Our list is looking really good. We've got, and Chris Scott said in his press conference, he's like, "I'm happy with the fact that I have 28 to 29 players who are fit, who've played matches, who can come into this side." He goes, "Yep." He goes, "The good sides always have." Three or four hard luck stories, and he goes, "We'll have that, mm-hmm. which is which is good." Our injury list has got four people on it, and one of them is a man who may be playing some VFL this weekend. Fuck two, maybe. I'm so jealous of teams that are rolling into finals with like a fit side. Essendon, fucking, our injury list is more than our actual team. <laughs> I think Collingwood's is too. Collingwood's is long enough you could make a phantom team from their injury list. It's and they're big names too. Yeah. Ah. Although well, they're whinging too much. Richmond have had injuries. Yeah, true. Shut Richmond have had up. and Richmond have managed to win those games. They so, had that game against Port Adelaide in Port Adelaide where they won and they had no Rewalt, no Cochin, no Martin, no Rance. Yep. Let's not forget that Essendon are currently resting a player who had surgery because they'd kind of secretly written off our season. Smith's surgery oh, yeah. wasn't Yeah. They did that because they were like, ooh, maybe twenty nineteen's a boss. Joey's not a chance, is he? I don't think so. Is he, is I, he, if he was fit and you made the grand final, <laughs> would you bring him back in for the grand final? But imagine if we lose and he also gets injured in the grand final. It's the risk you take for glory. You bring him back in the grand final because you know what he likes doing? Kicking him from 60. But we've got Mitch Brown now. <sighs> Question. Do you trade Joey? Jesus. No, I don't think so. I don't. Isn't he in the leadership group? Do you reckon he's worth much on the open market? He would be fit. He's what twenty. How old is he? If you could get a first round pick for him, I would probably trade Joey. It's a weird one because if so, say next year we get a full season out of him and he's fit. Yeah, he'll make a huge difference. But if it's the same as this year, putting my uh, coaching hat on, my list manager cap on. All right, Terry Wallace, what do you got for us? Yeah, but also I I trade Joey, get a first round pick. And then use a third or fourth round pick and get Patton from the Giants. So what you're saying is... And then use the first round pick for an A-grade, I want to say midfielder. Well, Kizassadon, our midfield's okay. Actually, our midfield's our strength. <gasps> you know what I do? What? I trade Joey to Melbourne, mm. who are crying out for a forward, Yep. and you take Clayton Oliver. Oof. You'd probably have to give him something as well. Yeah. And then also grab Patton from the Giants. So I do. That's what I do for Essendon. Um, yeah, <sighs> Essendon's hard though because like our forward line. I don't know why you go after Patton though. You're trading out one injury prone forward for another injury prone forward. You back your boys in. You go. We got McKernan. We got Mitch Brown. It's all good. But <laughs> if we can get John O'Patton up and running, he's, the a, fact he's a powerhouse. Our forward line, like of McKernan, like McKernan, Brown, and Stringer, and like, occasionally Hooker. And- <laughs> Well, once again, when we need to win, when we're four points down and there's fucking 40 seconds to go, the hooker. Is Hurley still out? Yeah. How are you winning games? 
How are you? How are you winning games? Sending your only good defender. Like, let's be honest. Mm. Your 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 best two defenders are Hurley and Hooker. Yeah. You are sending one of them forward to win to clinch a game. If you'd lost by under a goal, how would you feel about the Connor McKenna situation? Oh. Sending. He went. Just for people don't know. He went home to Ireland for a for wedding. a wedding. His brother's wedding. Yeah. I didn't know it was his brother. It's his brother's wedding. That's pretty big. Also, brother, fuck off, mate. Do you reckon his brother looked at the fixture? <laughs> well, it seems likely. It's not like his brother got married on grand final day. Or like he's clearly had a look. A good team. <laughs> but surely chuck it in the come on, mate. Have get married in the bye. Yeah, fucking hell. Week off in between finals even. No, you don't want to no. be going to Ireland then. And he's coming back. So is he gonna play next week, I wonder? Yeah. Surely. Jesus. Surely the wedding was on like Saturday or something. Do you know what I'd love? I'd love for him to come back and he's because he's been over there, he comes back and he's more Irish. <laughs> you can't get more Irish than Oh, him. you can. Do you know this is related Irish. There are three this is related Irish. That's how I am that's where my <laughs> that's how I'm Doing thoughts. Yeah. Um, there are currently three Irish guys on Geelong's list. Yeah. Um, but the one that's really exciting is uh, Stephen uh, O'Kenbor, who's was recruited last year. Has played a couple of games in the VFL. Um, he is a fucking unit. Like he looks, he's like a big bodied five midfielder size player, but he plays sort of um, at half forward and at half back. Mm. And there was a story on him this week because they were talking about like Geelong's list and stuff. And there's a story in this week where he, his first day at training, first day back for training, right? So, you know, it's a bit easy, a bit light. You don't stick the tackles. He destroyed Joel Selwood. Hmm. Cause like in a training <laughs> drill, just like the word used is poleaxed, just put him like to bed. Hmm. And he was like, I was expecting to get up and everyone to be like, Oh, well, like that's fucking awesome. And everyone was just really quiet. And I was like, Oh, I think I've done the wrong thing. <laughs> and apparently, Brian Myers was like, yeah, "You're a bit keen, killing the captain." <laughs> <laughs> so he then was like, "I've had to like they had to explain that like, oh, in training, you know, you don't tackle all out." But Selwood was like, "It was really exciting to go. Well, that's what he can do. So <laughs> we'll get him up." But then Hawkins was talking about him and was saying that even when they told him to like pull back, there are some training drills. He's like, "I've seen him fold people up like a chair." <laughs> I'm like, get him in, get him playing. Oh, turn my team into a big. T- I want a tag team that is Sav and O'Kenball, where they just tag one another in and just kill someone. <laughs> so, Essendon's injuries at the moment: Bell Chambers, Heppel, Devin Smith, uh, Hartley, and Hurley, Danaher, James Stewart, Fantasia. Oh, um, he's got a fresh cut though. He's- Sam Draper is also injured, who is our second Rockman. Yep. Uh, Irving Mosquito also is on his – he hasn't played AFL yet. Huge but loss. They were interviewing Dodoro on something, and they're like, what are the new, new young players do you think we're going to see before the season's out? And it was him was the one they were flagging. Yep. Best name in the AFL mm-hmm. by a mile. <sighs> anyway. How are we winning games? Dusha, do you have concerns when it comes to September? Do you have fears that it's going to be like – the same shit that I've had to put up with for the last 10 years. Yeah. Sean, every night I lay awake and think about that. <laughs> I dread it. Imagine we beat Collingwood round 23. That puts us six, them seventh, let's just say. And they just come in first week of finals and steamroll us. I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh can I do one thing before we move on to the next game? Yep. Um, this is kind of related to Geelong. I saw a very good how good's footy stat yep. um, that is this is how good footy is, and this was released by the Geelong Cats women's team, which is a stat from – AFL Barwon, so the Barwon read like in Geelong, yep. their, their footy, like local footy. Uh, women's footy participation has increased by 363% Jesus, since right. 2016. 363%. Is that in the Geelong area, did you say? Yeah, in Geelong area. Pumping. Yep. They got enough uh, facilities? Well, I was reading something like during the women's comp saying that they're almost at a point where they're going to run out of ovals. Far out. Trying to build another one. Luckily, there's plenty of room in the fucking Sexyland car park. It's not very big. You nah. fit an oval in there. <laughs> no, 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 build one on the Sexyland. The Sexyland is so big, you can fit a whole match on there. Knock it down. Ooh. And then, but it could be named Sexyland Sexy Stadium. Stadium. Sexy Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Play all the women's footy at Simmons and just move every other game to Sexyland Stadium. Play all the yeah. Play play all the local games at the at Geelong's current home ground, yeah. and all Geelong games at Sexy Land Stadium. Goalposts to dildos. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Next previous this game. game. <laughs> uh, Western Bulldogs murdered Fremantle to the point where Ross the boss is probably starting to get very garlic sweats. <laughs> <laughs> he he he's in trouble. Surely, and he's not. Yeah. But he's not. He's been very. Fighty about it, but you know he has apparently an uh, interesting situation with his contract, where he's got next year mm-hmm. at Frio. Um, they're not budging on extending that contract yet. They're going to see how things play out, but he can't. Hey, spoilers! Not great. <laughs> apparently, he can't get other. He can't look for other work. It's a, a weird quirk of the the contract that he has with Frio because they so knew he that can't, he's not going to go to Carlton or anything like that or, no, or St Kilda or he can't. whatever. Well, because I'm sorry, David Teague. Well, he could. They'll just sue him. Good, <sighs> I, I, unless it gets to a point where Frio don't want him and they would break the they contract, would break the contract, which could happen. I if mean, I, if I was Fremantle, can you imagine being a Carlton supporter, living through this little five week burst of hope, and then they go, "Your next coach is Ross, Ross Lyon." Well, the coaches that are floating around. Like, none of the team – fucking, I'm so scared for North Melbourne and Carlton in particular because mm. David Teague and uh, Reece Shaw have done so much. I'm, here, I'm hearing, though, Reece Shaw will get that job. He had, he had a formal interview, and apparently because he's doing so well and North Melbourne being really weird about it, none of, no other applicants are going in because they're like, why would I? Why waste my time? I, I don't mind Reece Shaw. We're obviously big fans of him on yeah. the show. As, you know, as big a fans as his head is big. Yeah. I, if I'm North, I'd do a far more thorough – Search for a coach. Well, that's the most important. They've had Brad Scott for ten years and achieved not a heap. The next five years is so crucial well, for that club. The they, way could, they could go to Tassie, they could get to a point where they just they're fucked. Their club is so cooked because during this whole process, their CEO is overseas. That to me is the worst thing. It's the fact that Reece Shaw not only has to come in take over as coach, but he's been like the the he's, media he, face of that club. Yeah, he's everyone. How is that guy overseas? Well, so the CEO is overseas, and the the um, president's based in Sydney. What's his? Oh, is he really? Yeah. What's the CEO's reason for being overseas? He probably would have been like, oh, I had a pre-planned holiday, but it doesn't matter. You cancel that, and you come back and deal with the shitstorm. The yeah. thing that you're getting paid to do. It's unbelievable. It's not like the president. CEO gets fucking paid. Mm. So yeah, if I'm north, I. Don't just jump and sign Reece Shaw straight away. It's not like Reece Shaw's going to get snapped up. You're right, up. Sean. They should rehire Brad Scott. 
Well, he, I, John, it is he's going to be at Carlton. Do you know what I'm looking forward to more than anything? And that's another Ross Lyon kill yourself situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a supporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we'll get to David Teague. They're, 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 he's turned that team around and they fucking love him. Apparently the players love him. What I love, though. Well, it is, looks like the players love Reece Shaw as well. Here's, here's, here's my, hear me out, guys. Can't wait for the end of the year for the news to break that Reece Shaw is the coach of Carlton and David Teague is the coach of North. <laughs> that would be huge. <laughs> Just they swap. I'm expecting Brett Ratton to be St. Kilda. Well, because, yeah, he's yeah, they brought him there for a reason. I think they brought him there with an eye going, if Richo doesn't. Oh, definitely. Because Richo had the the stipulation that he only got an automatic contract if they won a final. Well, I think that's probably part of the reason Ratton went there as well. Correct. Right. Yep. He would have seen Sam Mitchell come to Hawthorne and been like, well. Yeah, he's ahead of me. Yeah. Although yep. he might have left before Mitchell. I can't remember what the timeline of that, but yeah. Um, Western Bulldogs looked very good, like a team that maybe want to play finals. Yeah. That they should have probably been thinking about last week and then they lost to St. Kilda. This was one of those frustrating games, though, because it, it had all the hallmarks of a 200-pointer. And it didn't go that didn't way. Didn't get it done. Just couldn't do it. Although it just it, got to half time and they just went, eh, it'll do. No, but even in the even in the second quarter, Western Bulldogs are actually playing reminiscent of Essendon, mm. where they was a lot of handballs. The, it was just chaotic. It's what, they they were, were, it's what they want a premiership doing. They were making mistakes, but because the pressure was just so high, it didn't really matter. Like there was a lot of like, in the second quarter, I think I saw three passages of play where Western Bulldogs players accidentally smothered their own kicks. Yeah. Where it's just because they were just all over the place. It's just, it's just their game style where they just keep banging it into 50 and Freo are freaking out and getting it out, but they just dump kicks and yeah. then yeah. the dogs get it back. And yeah. it was, but it even was shell shock stuff. And like, yeah. it was great. Mm. Liber, in, I think it was, it was either the second or third quarter, he had like a snap that was like a miracle goal. And he was so cut that it missed. <laughs> like, unreasonably annoyed with yeah. himself that it didn't go. Well, through. because Aaron Norton's chatted to him and going, I've just kicked goal of the year, do one better. <laughs> that, was a, that was a fucking ridiculous, like, from where he is to soccer the ball through, like not not drop punting it or snapping it, to soccer the ball off the ground when he is probably just looking at white because it's just <laughs> it just post. There's no gap. Mm. Oh, oh, you know what we learned as well from this game that uh, former legend Scotty West is probably the AFL's most distant father. <laughs> he was she watching just... the game by himself. Yeah, his, his son, son kicked, kicked a ripper goal, huge goal, <clears throat> a very important like, and also uh, it was kind of an important goal because it was the one that kind of put. Uh, like Fremantle very much to bed. Yeah. And it was a high pressure goal. Cuts to Scotty West sitting on the <laughs> sitting watching the game. Doesn't react. <laughs> now, I've got a I've got a I've got a theory. Did West react when he kicked it and then sat back down and then they cut to him during the celebration he'd already sat, done a little casual no, quiet fist I don't pump? think so and here's why because if <clears> they did they had a camera on him the whole time. They would have replayed it. They did yeah. cut, they they probably cut live. But if they actually got a reaction, they would have shown you because they love they love that. They would have they would have seen him not react and be like, "Oh fuck, that's not good TV." They well, they literally the commentators they got thought- stuck into him. Good. One of them was like, "You know, you can clap, Scotty." <laughs> His wife probably called him. Was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I I hope that. Well, the commentators were even like, "Like, oh, I hope Reese didn't see that on the big screen." <laughs> Riley, right? The, the, yeah, Riley West. Yeah, yeah do right. I call him Reese as well? I don't know, Riley, but it's spelled weird. It's got a Y yeah. and a H. I mean, his name's Scott, and he's like, oh, I'm just going to name my kids some letters. Yeah, it's like, isn't it R-H-Y-L-E-E? Yeah. Jesus. Riley. Riley, which is such an easy fucking name. They're like, no, 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 spell it wrong. Anyway, Scotty West, list, lift, list. Stan, mate, I've learnt you should too. Just a 
clap. Actually, great point. Yeah, clap would be good. Do you, know, do you know who you should talk to about former Bulldogs players getting around their sons? You should pick up the phone and be like, Tony, <laughs> how do you do it? Because <laughs> Tony gets around him. <laughs> he gets around his <laughs> Previous game, Adelaide Oval. Controversial win to GWS. I tipped Port, but I'm very happy that they lost. Well, like I understand the thing with it, it, they did a throw in, and that, yeah, that like probably that hurt them. But in that last quarter, the Giants did fucking nothing. Port had all the run and missed like five or six shots on goal in the last yep. quarter. That throw in, I think, happened in like the second quarter. Yeah, it was it was negligible yep. by the time it got to the result because. They they had they had so many options to hit, chances to hit the lead yep. and they they missed like four or five goals like mm-hmm. I think Dersma fuck Dersma had a kick that goal would have put him in front with yep. about three minutes to go you do as many bow and arrows as you like if you nail that one mate <laughs> fuck yeah um but then did you see old mate after the game Kenny saltiest man in Australia Ugh, always one team was trying to win and the other one was doing some defending yep. <laughs> Because when you're in front by a goal away from home and there's a minute on the clock and you have the ball, you you would do the same fucking thing, you yep. dumb fuck. I oh, probably wouldn't because he's a dumb fuck. Probably it's just, lose it, the game. It just reeks of sour grapes. It reeks I'm of typical South Australian arrogance. Very excited for both uh, both Adelaide teams to lose their coach next week. Oh, it would be good. Adelaide, <laughs> I think, would happen quicker than Port Adelaide. Yeah. Even though Port, for me, are in a worse position. They've, they've just signed <clears throat> Ken on. The Crows just seem like a more ruthless organisation. Well, also, the problem at Port is... <coughs> also, only one team lost to Carlton this week. Correct. And, but but the other thing, too, is that Port, like, from all accounts, Hinkley still has the players. Eh. What I'm hearing out of Adelaide is that Don does not. Well, he threw a barbecue. He bought them pizza and beers on Sunday at his house, the whole playing group and the coaching staff. So. How many went? Oh, apparently all of them. I don't know. That's just what I heard. Oh, <laughs> you, just, you know what I love? I, I could have the worst boss in the world if he's offering free pizza True. or beer. I'd be there. He probably just sat on his couch and stared at them all silently. No, no. He's like, oh, yeah, guys, are you come And they're just like, no, I'm just here for the free booze and beer and pizza. <laughs> not you. Is Tex coming? No, probably not. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I don't know about the power. The, the weird thing is it should have been like a catastrophic loss for their season, but they're only one game outside the eight mm. still because Adelaide's cooking it as well. And, and to be fair, it was against the Giants who are – well, now the Giants. That was probably a more important win for the Giants than it was a yeah. loss. Well, it was it was it was yes. a crucial game for both of them. Like yeah. they were talking about the Ram- during the game because oh, it's an eight pointer. What's it? I watched this game and the commentators, like as Port was trying to come back, were like the ramifications of this game are huge for both teams. If GWS win, it keeps them in touch with the top four. If they lose, they can probably say goodbye to top four because Richmond are flying. And for Port, if they win. They were, you know, could they're have equal they're, eighth, they'd yeah. be equal eighth with Adelaide. Yeah. The assumption being, um, because Adelaide, it wasn't as catastrophic for Port because Adelaide lost. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Giants are. I think they're a win outside the top four. Yeah. And they would start favourite in the next four games. Yeah. Um, and their percentage is still fucking huge. Yeah. Yep. That that forward line when it gets going is. GWS had a loss to that. They would have dropped to seven. Yeah. That's what I mean. This is how cooked this year is. It's a great year. Oh, love footy. Oh, now I'm just thinking about first week of the finals, Essendon GWS, but in Melbourne. Ooh, win. I reckon. If we get GWS, I reckon they'll let Geelong have a home, home final. If you get Brisbane, do you reckon they'll give you a home, home final? Probably not. Ooh, you reckon? It depends on 
Depends on who else. Because if if so, if you dropped a fourth, that means West Coast finished second, right? So the West Coast Richmond games or the West Coast will be over there, over there, and they'll want an MCG game. Correct, but it also depends if Collingwood and Richmond drop to fifth and sixth. They can't play every game of the G. They can't. Yeah, well, you're exactly. right. It depends. Yeah. That's that's how that's how Geelong ended up with that home final a couple like a few years ago when we played Freo because the other three finals were all at the MCG. And they're like, oh, we could play it at um, Etihad. And Geelong were like, get fucked. You're not playing at Etihad. We, we don't play games at Etihad. Mm-hmm. It's not one of our home grounds. Yep. Fuck you, played at Geelong. And the AFL were like, oh, I guess we have to. Anyway. Previous game. St. Kilda beat Melbourne. Things didn't go to plan for Melbourne. Didn't pan out. <sighs> Did not pan out. Did not pan out one bit. Um, I didn't watch this game because I was watching the other game. But it they got close. Like they got it got level at one point. Yeah. Um, late in the fourth. M- Melbourne hit the front. And then St. Kilda just kept going. Yep. Was that off the back of Stephen May? Did he have a good game? Uh, No. no. Oh, he didn't play, did he? No, he's injured injured again. again. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, his season just hasn't panned out. (laughs) There's not a lot to say about the game. Again, I didn't watch it. I watched the other one. And also, like, Melbourne, 17th. St. Kilda now, 13th. Weirdly, though. Only a game out of the eight. Saints have overachieved this year, I well, think. Well, not by their estimations. Cause well, no, but they have some weird internal estimations. Well, here's the, here's the well, thing. Not even internal, sorry. The public face that they put on is insane. insane. <laughs> the one where they were like, when they sacked Richo, we'll play finals next year. And then a week later, we're like, can we have a priority pick at the draft? Yeah. No, a day later. That was yeah. the following day. Like, And yes, and I was talking to the St. Kilda, mate. Yes, there's been some mm, weird... Issues with, you know, they've had Robinson, who's got the, the heart problem, hasn't been able to play. I don't think Paddy, sadly, I don't think Paddy McCartan's ever going to play again. Um, they've had Stephen miss time, although I uh, hear a rumor that he might be heading back down the highway uh, in 2020. Really? Mm-hmm. We're in the, we're in the but, like, if I said to you at the start of the year, where do you think Saints will finish? Would you have had bottom four, probably? No, no, I would have probably said uh, net pack from maybe like seventh to maybe 13th. Because the, they've won eight. They play Adelaide in Adelaide. They play Frio in Melbourne. They play Carlton and then they play Sydney in the SCG. Like there are, There's a couple, two probably winnable games there. Yeah. I mean, the Adelaide. Ten games the Adelaide, the season. That's the Adelaide. a tick for me. That's a tick for me too. Mm. You know? It's just collectively the six years Richo had just didn't work out for him. No, no. And that's, you know, whatever. It, you know, it happens. Previous game? Previous game. Uh... <sighs> West Coast showed that they're happy to kill teams. They beat North Melbourne by 49 points. Kennedy was great. He His 600th goal was awesome. was incredible. Like if you're going to kick – do you reckon he knew he's like, oh, I'm on five. If I get one more, I'll kick 600. And I think he's gone, it can't be a set shot. Mm. I can't go down in history with my 600th goal being a regulation 45-meter drop punt. I'm going to make this fancy. It was incredible. Well, just that whole play was incredible. The fact that Darling ran like a, like a maniac who is a lot smaller than what he is and got to that ball to spoil it and then got it over to Kennedy. And Kennedy was like, nah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, goal. North had a crack. They did. I mean, it's West Coast in West Coast. They and still they're... lost by 50. <laughs> and that's, that's it. West Coast are, are good. When they're on, they're very scary. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Kennedy kicks seven. He hasn't done that for a couple of years. And he kicked seven in the oh, first sure? three quarters. Yeah, I was reading a thing today that was like he hasn't done that since round 
uh, one 2017. That is absolutely made up stat, but I imagine it's pretty close. I, like it was like early in 2017. Hasn't played many games this year. No, but still a gun. Could still win the Nor- like the Norm Smith, the fucking uh, Coleman. Coleman. Oh, he'd have to fucking kick ten every week for the last four games. Yeah, watch him. Jeremy Cameron, fifty-seven goals. Ben Brown, forty-eight. Hawkins, forty-seven. What's Cameron? What's um Kennedy got? Uh. Great question. Cameron's nearly got that in the bag. Yeah. Because there's no buddy floating around to kick 13 and steal it. And Hawkins had that slow slow down in that week. It's weird because Cameron had a real slow month as well at one point. But then he had that game. Remember a when we, I think you and I were big on it. We were like, could kick 100. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was pretty big on it. He's kicked 39. Ooh, no, he's just probably. Just uh, a little bit too far back probably. <laughs> You'd have to like, kick 12 every week. And you know what? He could. <laughs> he from, could just, from how many games? Four. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Kick 39 goals in four games. Oh, right. Okay, no, I thought. Okay, I thought. No, you were asking, we know what you thought, Tom. Yeah. The wrong thing is what I thought. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. Uh, 16 games. Oh, fuck. He's played way more than I thought. He's, had, he's gone missing in a couple, though, where he's, ah. he's had, he had two goalless weeks before he kicked seven. Jesus. And North are, are, are a weaker team, but like Tarrant isn't like their backline's their fairly backline's solid. Yeah. Although Thompson didn't play no. this week because his testicle exploded. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't think medically that was the correct. No, no, no. but it was and something in that ballpark. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot! Do you remember when James Kelly had to have uh, like didn't play a game because he had twisted his testicles during a match. Jesus. I've done that in real life. It sucks. <laughs> Ray Shaw said about Thompson this week, it was something like, yeah, he looks like he's been riding rough shot for four weeks. So we thought we'd give him a week off. <laughs> riding rough. So Cal got the Shaws. Speaking of Shaws, he sure played his 300th game. Yeah. The build up to that was amazing. His hot, the fact that he was, Doing the whole thing in a suit, but only from the waist up, yep. and was just in footy shorts. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, good on him. Also, on seeing him. that replay, it's still so like I don't bag for St Kilda, but it's just that smother. That, that smother is so hard to watch. That's so good though, he Look, just comes from nowhere. And Rewalt, I think it's because it's Nick Rewalt, and he already looks sad. Yeah, all and, the time, and he's a good bloke. And is that from the draw? Yes. No, I, th- I feel like it was in like the first quarter of the rematch. Could be wrong though. Man, what a – that's a good the, – the commentary, but that's good too because the commentary is also like Sneak. a librarian. Sneaks is that where him. that one's from? That's yeah. where that one's from. Sneaks up on him like, like a librarian. librarian. He didn't hear him coming. Iconic. Oh, Dennis. Previous game. Don Pike stared at Carlton. Carlton stared back one by 27 points. I – Loved. Did you, I watched this. So they are fucking yeah. guys. Mathematically possible. I like this Carlton team, and it's upsetting because I've spent so many years of my life hating Carlton. Yeah, but like this is the one thing though. Like it's exciting, but you also know that a bit like Richmond, you forget how arrogant their supporters can be oh. when they're up and about. Yeah. Like Richmond for ages, it's oh it's, everyone loves Richmond because they're a hard. Oh, it's great to see them winning, and then they start they like win, and everyone's like. Oh, no, you guys are fucking awful. <laughs> no, but that, they had to win a grand final for you to be like, oh, no, fuck them. But with Carlton, it's like they, yeah. they win a few. 
Although, home and away games, and you're like, oh no, yeah, <laughs> the juggernaut is it's, building. It's just because their song, like the opening of their song, you can load so much arrogance into da 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 da. Like, oh, it hurts to hear. I love it though. Um, I hate it. <laughs> I love it. I hope I never hear it again. Left no, it. no, I mean like the swagger at Carlton. They're, I hate that too. It's funny. Their fans are actually pretty good, though. Like, they'll go to a game, they'll lose by 100 points, and there won't be, like, a mass exodus. No, they'll go. They are the. They have to be the most loyal supporters. They tip, go every week. hat to them. Yeah. They, they, get, they have the biggest supporter base, apparently. Apparently, yeah. It's grown every year. They've never lost supporters, and this is yeah. in years where they've won three games for, like, they've consistently been at the bottom of the ladder. You've got to respect that. They're no Hawthorne. Um, who just don't turn up. Speaking of not turning up. Mm. Adelaide, because I've got one more thing to say about this game. Yes. Don Pike is in more trouble than I think he realises because they've he, he rolls into this game, right? He's in the eight, right? They yep. win this. They probably solidify their spot in the yeah. eight. Yeah, and it's against Carlton. Because Port lost, right? Mm-hmm. They're playing Carlton. They are playing a team that has big forwards. So they choose this week to rest Keith. Who's their best. Who's been in Australian form. They drop bets when they were screaming out for somebody to – Stand up, and they play Jenkins and Tex in the same side, which doesn't fucking work because they're both the same player. Uh, and then, and then, just didn't put anyone on Paddy Cripps. It was like, yeah, get nineteen clearances, no fucking worries, champ. Mm-hmm. Nineteen clearances, thirty nine touches, kicked a goal, like played I get, seven tackles. I get going into the game. You're like, no, no, I back our midfield to take him on and beat him in the crunch, and that's cool if that's what you want to do. But at half time, when he's doing that, you go, no, nah, we need to do something, and it didn't. Just text kick three goals, still lost by 27 points. I mean, Eddie kicked four in the reserves. Yep. I think Gibbs had 40 touches in the reserves. Um, who's the other? Who's the bloke? Did you mention Greenwood? No, Greenwood. He was dropped as well. So they dropped Greenwood. He would be the guy that you would probably tag Cripps with. Well, you put, no. Keith would have played on Casbolt probably. Get Gibbs in. Get Gibbs to play on Cripps. Yeah. Casbolt also kicked an incredible goal. Oh, fuck, it was Best awesome. Best game I've seen him play. Yeah. He, but he's doing that thing where he's up and down, up and down. But do you know what I love about Levi Casbolt? He's, he's got a great name. Sounds like a superhero. Great name. Also, if he was like Shazam and his sidekick Levi Casbolt, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, sick. He says he says Casbolt and then he yeah. gets his powers. But his power is that his arms are fucking enormous. Yep. And when they take a mark... Like, his biceps look like they're going to come out of the TV and punch me. <laughs> and you know what? I want him to. You know what I love well, about Levi? He, he's never given up. No. That goal that I'm talking about, though, he just comfortably held a footy in one hand, and that always looks so weird. I oh, fucking love it. I, Coot- love, I love a player that can do that. It's the coup de fe- Like, Dangerfield does that a lot, where he'll pick the ball up one-handed and keep running, and you're like, just like, put it over my face. Just smash me in the head with your <laughs> big hands. Just the clutch. Like, Harris oh, Andrews yeah. got that clutch as well. That was a great goal. How many eggs do you reckon Levi Casbolt can hold? <laughs> Two dozen. <laughs> 500 chickens. <laughs> Previous game? Previous game. Same scores. So Carlton defeated Adelaide at 87 to 60, and Brisbane Lions defeated Hawthorne 87 to 60. Yes. <laughs> Hawthorne. My arm, my arm just cracked as I fist pumped pumped. into the air. Um, Hawthorne cooked this. <laughs> What'd you say, sir? Hawthorne cooked this, and then you, uh, yeah, yeah. Brisbane didn't play they, too well. They left the door ajar for you guys, and then you guys smashed the door to pieces. Yeah, but I've noticed this trend several times this year when Brisbane have played, where another team, like statistically, looks like they've been having a better game. 
Brisbane just get it done. Just, I don't know. You know what you can't measure though, Sean? My Belief. stress levels? Well, no, you can. That's very <laughs> my, easy. My heart rate? Yeah, that's easy my too. My resting heart rate this season. 140. Be off the, be off the fucking chart. Is, <laughs> is that bad? That sounds bad. Yeah, it's, it's pretty <sighs> bad. <laughs> I need to read that report about whether that scientist was lying or not. <laughs> it's, I think it's based on, tr- like, it's vaguely accurate. Yeah, yeah, there's a set number of heartbeats. Yeah. Remember when Hawthorne were, like, invincible in, in Tasmania? Tasmania? We've and beaten them twice now. You've beaten them the last four times. Fagan's never lost to Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, Hodge has never lost to Hawthorne. It's fucking great. Mitch it's Robbo. Great. Every week. Oh, right. So he had career high for kicks. Yep. A lot of them are scrubbers. But here's the thing. Brisbane are playing chaos footy. This is what I've noticed this year. Brisbane's back half, that's where all the best ball users are. You've got Hodge. You've got um, Gardner, Harris Andrews, Rich, and Witherden. Yep. Uh, and and – Answorth is fucking good. <laughs> he's I think fr- I mentioned him and you were like, he's a fringe player you can get behind. Absolutely. I love him so much. He just sort of slipped through the draft. I think we got him about pick 60 last year. He no looks, one really thought much of him. And then he's, he looks since good. he came in, in like round, oh, I reckon seven, he's played every game. Is it Noah or Ben? Noah. Noah. He's fucking great. I love him. He's quick. Mm. He's a good user. He's, he's clever. He's kind of like um, he's sort of rugged like Darcy Gardner. But he's a little bit more attacking and explosive, whereas Gardner's just very measured. I think Darcy Gardner's the most underrated player in the AFL. Yeah, I would agree. He's got that kind it's of done every week. He should yep. be in the All Australian squad this year. He's like I think every player has every club has a defender that's like goes under the radar, except by people who. So for Geelong minor abuse, like yep. people are like, oh, he's fine. I'm like, no, no, no. He gets like four touches a game. Look what his opponent gets. Gardner's a similar guy. Like he's people when um, Harris Andrews went out. And it's like, yeah, but you forget, like, Harris Andrews missed a lot of games and has been injured. Well, and- uh, in his career, well, in recent times, in the last two years, I think, Harris Andrews has missed seven games and we've won six of them. So, <laughs> Fagan's just like, I think he brought it up with Fagan. <clears throat> Fagan's like, I don't know if I'd be bringing that up with me. <laughs> <laughs> you make the grand final and they drop him. Yeah, don't bring that up when it's time for a contract renegotiation. <laughs> <laughs> but they're just, they're playing really well. Uh, Robbo, Robbo kind of, Summed up Brisbane's whole year, I think. There was about 10 seconds to go in the game. We would well, we were up by five goals. The game was over. Yeah. Hawthorne player streaming into open goal. Oh, this and is so good. chased him down from a mile out and drilled him into the ground and won the free kick. It was he, fucking he, awesome. he was 30 metres away from him when yeah. he started running. Just never gives up. Did you see him nearly murder that guy on the boundary line? The guy sidestepped it and threw him down. And it was like if he'd connected, the guy would have gone – Ten rows back. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, I think Jeremy was commentating again. Oh, I'm trying to remember, but he was just like, "Oh, we nearly saw a murder." <laughs> <laughs> I love Robbo. He's fucking great. Uh, Lockie Neal continues to be awesome. Zorko's like he was great as well. I think he had 28 touches. Uh, unfortunately, Witho got injured. Yeah, it, um, they, they thought calf, but it's actually behind the knee. Well, Fagan said today that he Witho reckons he heard something pop. So they're like, mm, this is not sounding good. Mm. He's still having scans, so I don't know. So Brisbane did pretty well because we lost him in the first quarter. Yep. So we were a man down. And, and you were down. The whole game. And and down. We kind of had to tough it out a bit. So it's pretty good. Brisbane's percentage isn't obviously as high as Geelong or, or the Giants. Um, and I don't know if it's going to climb that much because they seem to be more interested in like controlling the ball. And this is what I've noticed all year. They controlled in the back half and they're very measured yeah, and yeah. thoughtful with the way they use it. But, but then, then, when then it- once it gets about halfway – 
then it's chaos. Yeah. They just Robbo just kicks scrubbers that just bounce in there and they're happy for Charlie Cameron to run onto them. Well, because I or think Rainer or uh, Christensen's fucking playing really well again. Yeah. Um, well, and Luke McCarthy. Hey, Sean, yeah. don't worry about percentage. If you're winning games, that's all that matters, really. Hey, you know what percentage doesn't count for? Shit all in finals. You win, you win. Yeah. You win, you're there. Brisbane have. Uh, the commentators have been saying this the last few weeks. They have a, a brand that's going to stand up in finals, I think. I think so too. I think that's what they've been building towards. What's also interesting is people are always like, oh, they just don't have the final experience, but but they do. Like when they're actually going through in the coverage. Yeah, they said they've actually got 10 players. There's like 10 played players who played finals. Yeah. You all should, like, for nearly, almost all of them for other clubs. Yeah. Daniel Rich, I think, would be the only player on the list who played a final for Brisbane. Probably, yeah. I think that would have been back in 2009. Yep. They did a great stat. It was like when last time Brisbane played finals, um, Cameron Rayner was like nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like Cameron's played finals, Christensen's played finals. Yep. Neil. I think Robbo did Hodge, Carlton. Robbo. He, he was a match winner in that um, mm. Carlton Richmond. Almost almost got his coach, like almost did a Robbo thing where kicked a ripper goal that sealed it, I think. But before that had punched the ball through in a ruck contest in the goal square, which is a free kick to the opposition. Yep. And uh, and then the next minute kicked a goal to seal it. Robbo's built for finals. Robbo's built for pressure. Well, I think the game's built – your game's designed on manic yep. chaos. I think um, – and everyone's talking up Richmond at the moment because, you know, they've got Tommy Lynch and, and Revolt sort of starting to fire. Where – and you're one of these teams too, Tom. We can take that – our back line can handle that. I think so too, yeah. We've got the players to handle that. And also Brisbane, I, I think um, – this might be biased, but I think they've got the most exciting forward line in the AFL. Your forward line is fucked because you're full forward. So you have McStay and Hipwood in your forward line, and they do not play full forward. Charlie Cameron, Charlie Cameron plays forward. out of the goal square. Like, and, and then you've got that ball comes in either already on the ground or McStay charges a pack and it hits the ground. And then you've got Cameron, you've got um, Rainer, Rainer, Link McCarthy, Christensen. Robbo floats through there. McCluggage is so classy. What's what's insane though is when you think about it is that again your full forward is Charlie Cameron who is not a lead up mark player. No, he does not run out on a lead. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just that's no, why I'm back you, the other way. Oh, it's fucking exciting. Would you be scared to play Essendon at the MCG after what happened last time? Uh, Frank, the, the the weak state that I am in, I would be scared to play anybody. <laughs> you I'm, make finals, you're like shit. But shit. The flip side, I'm confident that Brisbane could beat any team. Yeah. I think, I think this year... And also, if they're not on, the season's pretty tight. If you're not on, you're going to lose. I, I yeah. think the season's so tight that any out of the teams that are currently in the top eight, I feel like any one of them could be the Premier. Oh, look... Adelaide. What, oh, no, probably but, not Adelaide or Collingwood, but The weird but thing everyone is Port else. Adelaide could sneak into eighth, and if they just turn it on for a month, their good footy's really good. It is. Yeah. So, fucking... I don't know. Anything could fucking happen. I think it's better for all of our teams if uh, Port Adelaide missed the eight this year mm. and we get Adelaide, a broken and piss-weak team. <laughs> I don't want the Bulldogs either because they, they know what it's like. But I'm not, Okay, I look, I know that all of our teams are in this situation and I just genuinely do not think this is possible. But like Bulldogs sneaking into eighth and then just beating whoever. And making it to the grand final? Well, just even like, so they beat whoever finishes fifth. So like Collingwood, for instance, first week. Going into the semis, whoever has just lost would be shitting their pants. Richmond have just lost to Geelong at the MCG. Richmond are then playing Western Bulldogs at the MCG. They don't know what to expect. No. Chaos. The Bont would love it. He'd thrive. Oh, Liver would get around it. Just the last thing on Brisbane is that I think it's potentially scary for other teams. We've got players in our team that aren't like 
haven't hit top form yet. Yeah. Mm. Like we've got Zach Bailey's coming back from an injury and just getting back to the speed. Hipwood's playing kind of on one leg at the moment. If he explodes, that's huge for Brisbane. Uh, Marcus Adams is coming back slowly, but he's still playing every game. Charlie Cameron still misses set shots and doesn't doesn't quite take the games yet. No. There are some games where he explodes in patches, but imagine if he does that for like a longer period. But I don't think he's it. that's the way he's built. He's built oh, for he five be. minutes of a ma- five minute he's a match winner like a stringer. Big O, there's just all upside with him. Well, he How was that mark in the goal square? Fucking awesome. Dan McStay, who he's like he's having impact on games, but he's having he's a bit like Sava. He's almost yep. there. Yep. He's gonna. He's so close to just kicking four or five in a game and just exploding. Cam Rain is sort of we carried him all year. Really, he's capable of blowing I was, up. I was sitting there. He 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 did a couple of things on that game, and I was like, oh, maybe it's time to drop him. And no sooner had the thought entered my head, he then kicked an awesome goal, and I was like, he likes playing in Taz. He kicked three goals there last year. Yeah, Link McCarthy's sort of building still. He fit, could be better. Finally- Jared Berry's come back from like six weeks off with a knee injury, so he's just slowly building and chipping away. It's exciting. Very exciting. Mate, anything could happen. How good's finals? We're so close. Well, we're a lock now. Fagan can finally talk about it. Yep. Because all he's been saying now, until we get to 13 wins, it's not even it's not a lock, so we won't even talk about it. Wush has been saying that as well, and we aren't in hundred percent, and it's scary every time he says it. So I think it's I think it's less than thirteen to get in this year. Yep. A team might get in with eleven. Just because I think so many teams are close. Yep. Um, right. And f- last game. Finally, the first game of the round. Yes. <laughs> first game, uh, Richmond beat Collingwood pretty con- comprehensively. Yeah, uh, Tom Lynch played just about the best game I've seen him play for yeah, them. I, I, well, I didn't see him much at Gold Coast. No. Well, he, just, he had one amazing year. Th- but this year, like, he's he kicked five and it was fucking bucketing. Yep. Like – he is a big man, and he played like a small crumbing forward. Like he had a couple of set shots, but a couple of them were just like, eh. Anyway. Well, how many assists? Like he he was scooping balls up at his feet, oh, firing at, off handballs at, at speed. full speed. Dusty was really good too, actually. Yeah, Dusty's. They've, this is the thing about the Richmond is that they've they've got the players who were injured back. Although Cochin hurt himself and may not come back until finals. Yeah, it was a really weird one, wasn't it? Mm. He just so did like, He kind of mm. just went off, and they're like, oh. I wonder what's what's happened there. And he was all chipper and very like happy looking. And then eventually just put a tracksuit on and was like, Yep, hamstring. And Neil Baum was like, Yeah, he definitely won't play next week. So I think knows? I think I think the reason he was chipper and happy is because he's the captain and he's like, I'm injured, but I'm the captain and Good bloke. Good bloke. Legend. Bad yeah, haircut. Um, he's out for a couple of weeks, I think. Collingwood uh, oh. in a world of hurt. Well, I think they I probably just <laughs> they also probably just me too. But they probably just need to hold on because once they hit finals, they get Stevenson back. Uh, a lot of their other players will be sweet to go. Can I say, during the week, there was this thing where, like, Stevenson did the wrong thing and he's being rightly punished for it. So the guy can't play footy, can't can train, but not yep. with the – I don't – yeah, train, it, I think. They're, they're, they're pretty strict about the rulings of it. So his family have gone away on a holiday. And you know what? He's gone with them because, fuck it, I'm not staying in Melbourne, which is a big footy city where everyone's talking to me about the fact that I fucked up. Yep, great. Beacon of fucking morality, the man who we should all get our advice from, Wayne fucking Carey, mm-hmm. doesn't like it. Oh, I think it's a bad look for the game. You know what's the worst look for the game, Wayne? You. Yeah, I agree. Probably having sex with your fucking captain's wife in, at his house. 
while all your teammates are there, or throwing a glass at a woman's face, or headbutting a policewoman. One of them is probably worse for the game than Jaden Stevenson going on a family holiday holiday while suspended. Shut up, Wayne. Fuck off, Wayne. Use that hashtag this weekend, everybody. Yeah, so uh, Friday night game, if we can get the hashtag fuck off Wayne going, be good. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. All right. Uh, speaking of next week. <laughs> Hashtag not my king. <laughs> Duck off, Wayne. Next week, uh, North Melbourne take on Hawthorne. Oh, we're doing tips, by the way. Yeah, that's why I've, I've, I've gathered. Um, North. Oh, it's a huge game. And this again, whoever loses this is out of touch with the eight. North. I want Reese. Reese, he's got to do it. Essendon Port Adelaide at Marvel. Bombers. 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 Bye. Four points. You can't keep doing this to me. We need a comfortable win. It's not going to happen this week. <laughs> One point. Oh, no. We'll be there. I might punch Ken Hinckley. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to this game. Yeah, we are. We're having a big footy day. We're going oh. to the Melbourne International Film Festival. We're watching The Australian Dream, which is a documentary about Adam Goods. Not the one that aired. Not the final quarter, the one that recently yeah. aired using archival yeah. footage. So, um, yeah, it's going to be an emotional day. Then we're going to the footy. And then we're going to watch the Geelong Freo game together. Oh, man. We might OD on... It's not possible. It's, you can't have too much footage. You can't. Uh, Giant Stadium, GWS take on Sydney. GWS will win. I would think so, yeah. Agreed. I mean, yeah, no, probably. The Giants. Fremantle take on Geelong. Over there. Yes. Newsflash. I'm getting two coaches fired this year, boys. Oh, Geelong for me. Geelong. Because <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I need it. Uh, Melbourne take on Richmond at the MCG. Richmond, but this is this guys, is guys. I'm making a big call here. It's all right. Two hundred points. No, I, <laughs> I. You know what? Fuck it. Melbourne, nah, Richmond, easily. just to keep their supporters' dreams that they're not a shit team alive until next week, where they lose by 150. <laughs> then we have Adelaide take on St Kilda at Adelaide Oval. St Kilda. 
I think Adelaide will win this. Yeah, something oh, they have to probably. Yeah. They probably have. They to. have to, and I don't Which think why, again. Them. Brett Ratton's going to get the job done. Can I just say? You know, I've already said this. I can't remember. Maybe I was talking to you guys, but you know that Pike got the full support of the board today. Yeah. Oh, no. He just got the players next, and then he's in real trouble. Oh. Sunday at the MCG, Collingwood take on Gold Coast. I mean, Collingwood win this. Did Essendon play Gold Coast into form? Collingwood have a lot of injuries, and they can afford to lose this game. Well, they can't. Not if they want a home final. They're going to get a home final regardless of who they play. No, it depends where um, they could slip to eighth and have to play the Giants up there. Yep. Yeah, that's probably the only situation where that happens. Yep. Because otherwise it'll be an MCG game well, regardless. You never know because Brisbane could slip to fifth. West Coast has slipped to fifth. I don't think either of those things are going to happen. Probably the Giants then. It'll be, Finish, Giants. It'll be Giants finishing fifth and those guys going In out. any event, Collingwood desperately need a win regardless. Yeah. For morale. No, guys, fuck it. Gold Coast. <laughs> I'm also going to back the Suns. Me too. <laughs> Welcome get to How Good's Footy. Gold Coast can get a coach fired. <laughs> oh, imagine. That'll never happen. <laughs> Buck's gone. No, no, Gold Coast will get a president fired. Oh, no, wait. No, he doesn't. Can't get, it's impossible to fire that man. It's true. Carlton take on West Coast at Marvel. This is, again, another one where it could just... I mean, West Coast should win this. West Coast should win. I reckon Carlton will be admirable, but will probably lose. And then the third scary game in Carlton. a row on Sunday. Carlton. Yeah. Third scary Carlton. game. Carlton. Carlton will win. You know what I love is that, fuck, this is cooked. Let's get. Carlton win. They go to seven wins. They're not making finals. They can, but they won't. Because they need. Mathematically possible. Adelaide, Western Bulldogs. The dream's alive. Adelaide and Western Bulldogs can't da, win another da, game. da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> I think West Coast will win that because they want to finish top four. Uh, and then the last of these stressful games on Sunday, Brisbane take on Western Bulldogs at the Gabba. Oh, dangerous. This is big. Very, very dangerous. They're, they're looking, playing for their lives. Do you know what I'm looking forward to? Just chaos. Both teams. Because both teams play that brand of footy. It could be a shootout. Just fucking madness. A Gabbatois shootout. It could be a Gabbatois shootout or it could be like 44 take on 50. Mm, I reckon a shootout. Yeah. yeah ne- your, neither side is defensive. Sorry, I meant a first quarter shootout. Yeah. And then Brisbane to win by 65 points. <laughs> shootout continues, but hard, just for one team. Hard to say. Now nah, Brisbane. I would have penciled this in a few weeks back, but the doggies are playing pretty well. Hey, Dusha. Yes, Tom. Have we got any emails? We got one. Oh. Um, so this week, again, much like previous weeks, everyone's getting all their energy out on Twitter. Or like me, they're now currently in hospital because of that Essendon Gold Coast game. This one's from Matt. It's a subject. Can you hear that? Not sure if you boys have noticed, but the blue boys are coming. (laughs) After years of watching Satanta O'Help and taint my football club, my faith's been rewarded. Patrick Cribs is a superstar and Casbolt might be better than Tex. Get around (laughs) us. Thanks from the moon, a fan. Enjoy it up there, mate. Yeah, you're not going to be up there for too long, but that's all right. It's a blue moon, mate. Oh. <laughs> and Tom, if people want to email us, where can they find us? Uh, space. Um, but in all seriousness, you can send an email to howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or on Twitter um, at howgoodsfooty. Individually, I'm at Orchard Trade. I'm at Psychic of Dowie. I'm at Douche13. And 
If you haven't already bought tickets to our trivia night, it's tonight, the day that this episode goes out. If you're hearing this, there's still time. You can just turn up and buy them on the day too. Yeah, we'll be selling them at the door. Yep. Come say hey. I'll be the one sitting at the door and probably drinking. Yeah, yeah. Come and it's trivia. We're gonna. It's gonna be great. We'll be there. And also, as usual, you can listen to this episode first on Play on Radio, playonradio.live. And uh, see you next week from space. Seriously, though, send those emails courtesy of NASA. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.